Welcome listeners to another episode of the No Limit Football Podcast. Doc here is your host and I'm joined again in part two of the Premier League's uh, predictions, Champions League predictions, League Cup and the rest of it with the team from the first episode that we covered in part one. And Rahel is with me as usual. Rahel, what's going on? Oh, good, Doc. I um, really enjoyed the first first part. Um, some wild claims from wild statements or wild predictions from some of our friends. But it's all good. That's part of it. But really enjoyed it. I'm, lo- I'm even looking forward to this episode where we're going to reveal our own predictions. I'm sure some of us will make some wild claims. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, so let's see what this episode brings. Yep, and uh, Mohammed's back with us as well. West Ham support our fellow East Londoner. Mohammed, how did you enjoy your first experience in part one? Oh, it was great, great experience. Uh, it was nice being on the on the pod. Um, looking forward to hearing Omar's, uh, Ruhel's, and your predictions, as well as uh, giving my own prediction for the season to come. Excellent. And Omar, how are you, how you keeping? I'm good, I'm good. It's good to be on this side of the pod rather than listening. It gives you a different insight, definitely. And it, yeah, definitely was really good. A good first episode. Okay, so let's get into part two, okay? Now, listeners, as you know from part one, if you've been following it, and if you haven't, then you need to go back and listen to that podcast episode first before we get into this one. And listeners, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about our predictions. Which team will win the Premier League? Which team will join the Premier League winners in the top four? Which teams will get relegated? Which team will win the FA Cup, the League Cup? Who will be the top scorer in the Premier League? Who will win the Champions League? And who will win the UEFA Cup? And uh, we're going to give our reasons for this as well. Now, before we do get onto this, just going back onto the Saudi League, okay? Because this is something which is extremely relevant. Now, it's important for the listeners to know the allegiances of each of our guests on the Saudi Football League. Now, Rahel, you're undecided. I don't know why. Okay, listeners, you need to go back and listen to that episode. But, Mohammed, who is your team in the Saudi Pro League? In all fairness, Doc, um, before the hype, before the... Saudi League became uh, one of the glamorous leagues. Um, I went to a couple of games, so I've watched uh, Hilal several times and Nasser several times, but I'm still 100% not sure who to support, even though I'm leaning towards Nasser. Okay. Now, there's a difference between, obviously, someone who's yet to be yet to decide their club rather than changing clubs. So, I can understand that. So, you're going to be choosing, most likely, one of the big Riyadh clubs, right? Correct. Okay. Interesting. And Omar, I think I do have a, an idea who your team is, but just share it to the rest of us and to our listeners. Well, I did have this team. Well, I chose this team prior to uh, my guy joining the team. But, um, yeah, it was 2012-2013. I think that was my first year in the kingdom. And the winners that year were Al Nasser. Um, they were the underdogs at the time. So that's the team that I went with. Uh, Doc, I think for that reason, since Mohammed and Omar are going with Nasser, I have to, you know, move away from Nasser. So I, or else our, you know, the banter in the work. You know, it won't be real. So I think I need to move away from Nasser now. <laughs> was this your third time of changing clubs? Yeah. 
So I'll, I'll move away from Nasser. So for me, it's not Nasser. They're just a little one day, one day club for me. You know, that one gate, one match. So yeah, so I'm moving towards Etihad now. Okay, so you're... The guy said he just had a one night stand with Nasser. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> okay, so your innate trollness, your, Rahul, your innate trollness, okay, just by, you know, opposing uh, and just having a bit of bants, you have gone a different city and, uh, you know, uh, choosing the current champions, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the current champions. Yeah, they are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bonus. That's that's an added bonus for me. And Mortala might turn up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, highly like that's highly likely, and uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, um, even for example, in the news as well, um, one of the seniors from the UEFA organization mentioned that you know Saudi Arabia is just another China. I personally don't see that. I think it's going to be really competitive, um, you know, in the next coming years as well, possibly. Um, it's just going to be really, really interesting anyway. But, listeners, what we're going to do in this podcast... No, sorry, if you, before you move on. Sorry, go on, Omar. Apologies for interrupting you. Um, yeah, talking about it being competitive, the game over the weekend, most people probably didn't watch it, but that 4-3 stunner between Hilal and Etihad was... Phenomenal, I'm telling you, phenomenal. You had the Serbians coming in, doing a link-up and whatnot, but the guy who got the winning goal was a local player, um, Salim Adosari. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah definitely. De- really good. The quality of the, the is improving. Definitely. Definitely. Salim Adosari is a, is a legend for the Hilal Club, and uh, it's really good to, to see local... And remember, Rahul, we were discussing this yesterday, that some of the uh, clubs have actually put in players that have come in, the big names, and given them captaincy. But with regards to Hilal, Salim has actually kept the captaincy, which is really, really good for the, the league and for the country as well. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Rahul, you were mentioning that yesterday, isn't it? Yeah, so, Doc, it is... We were di- discussing, is Salim Adosri, you know, can they replace him? You know, like every club, it looks like, doesn't matter how good the player was, you know, a player comes in from one of the foreign players and, you know, doesn't matter how great the local players were, they're just getting moved. But Salim Adosri looks like one of those guys, he's not going to move. You know, he'll he's retain the captain's armband. He'll, you know, he's, he'll still be there, even though Neymar's going to start playing. It doesn't, I don't, it doesn't seem like he's going to be one of the players to get dropped. So it's a good for local football for sure, um, yeah. But just to add on, what do we, what do our guest or you know, Doc yourself, make of Tony Cruz's comments he's made recently? How he's criticizing the Saudi league and players who are coming here, they're not serious and they they can't be, you know, they're just going for the money. And if they if they really want to win something, you know, they shouldn't be going to the Saudi league and stuff. What what do we, what do you know, our guest? You no, know, actually, I saw something similar to this posted on, on Twitter regarding players going to smaller teams. So if you look at PSV and Ajax, they're Champions League teams. How many of their players have now moved on and gone to relegation battling teams in the Premier League? So, I mean, if, if we want to have that same sentiment of players moving to win stuff. Are you referring to West Ham, Kudus? No. <laughs> I mean, West Ham were fighting relegation last year, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Still won a European trophy. Yeah, not in Forest, they've just bought a few plays from PSV and so on and so forth. But So, there, there's always going to be an element of money. So, yes, Premier League does play mm. good football, but if you're team from the Champions League down to relegation, I mean, that's a big drop. That's a mighty mm. drop. So, 
I, I don't I don't agree with Tony Cruz entirely. I see where he's coming from, but I don't agree with him entirely. No, I was just going to say, look, uh, it's a really interesting point from a balanced perspective when you're looking at different circumstances and things like that. Okay, financial aspects as well. What is a priority? Is it winning? Is it a prestige of playing in Europe's top uh, competition, premium competition? And the analogy that you've given as well, you know, in response to Tony Cruz's comments as well, that, you know, people um, like Ajax being a feeder club for, you know, even some of the clubs in the Premier League that are fighting relegation who are in the you know bottom 10, it's actually a very intelligent point from a balanced perspective as well. What people are generally do, and okay, I'm not saying I'm not judging in this sense, but a lot of people, they do other you know, um, other leagues when it comes to money, like China, Russia, what happened as well. And Saudi is another one where people may think is a bit of a fad. But personally, it seems very difficult that this is going to go away where people may see it as a, you know, a uh, annoying nuisance uh, to the balance of football or the power of football. Where me personally, I think uh, it's not like that. And um, it's far bigger than what China and Russia uh, did sorry, Mohammed. Yeah, I, I totally uh, I agree with you. Um, on one hand, I don't know what to make of Tony Tony Cruz's comment, to be honest, because um, something tells me there's something more sinister going on. You know what I mean? Um, is he is he saying that because of yeah. uh, the you know the the similar incidents we had, or shall I say? Um, the, the few of the of the of the West uh, about football in the Middle East, uh, just like we had in the World Cup, could it possibly be connected to that, or is he saying money is ruining football? Uh, but having said all that, I think the onus. I agree with you. Uh, the onus is on Saudi Arabia now to make sure this is not just a, a bubble, and to ensure that this uh, this is sustainable, and they're not just you know uh, this doesn't go on. For a couple of years, like it did in uh, in in Russia, when um, Roberto Carlos, uh, Samuel Etu, few big stars uh, went there, as well as of course the um, the Chinese league, which attracted uh, stars for a short period of time, and that sort of also faded. So again, there's a huge um, pressure on Saudi Arabia in general to ensure that, you know, this is not short-lived. Yeah, I mean, interesting points as well. And, and your point about the sinisterism, uh, possibly, you know, I can see that as well. But, you know, just incidentally, um, we've got five matches going on right now, just kicked off. Uh, Hazem and Nasser just playing your your clubs, guys. Um, uh, you know, Rahul's former club. And Al-Ahli is playing against Al-Fatah. Ittifaq is playing against Damak. Steven Gerrard's uh, managed team with Jordan Henderson, Shabab and Kharij. And my team, Al-Wahda, are playing at Ta'awan, who are currently fifth as well. So it's going to be interesting. We'll give you some live scores when we can. Um, you know, we're running in the background. But let's get down to part two of this podcast. And listeners, what we're going to do is I'm going to be asking um, each and every single one of our guests who they've got down from the Premier League and we'll go all the way down. So I'm going to start with you, Mohammed. Who are your champions for the 2023-2024 season? Uh, whenever we do a, a prediction at the beginning of the season, um, something we, we all enjoy with friends, family members, um, I always look at one thing. Oh, well, 
uh, more than one thing actually. Uh, which team improved? Which team is still the same? And which team sort of did not improve? So for me, I can't see anyone beating City because uh, did they lose players? Yes. Did they replace them? Big time. So for me, champions, City. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't think um, I expected that you to say that, Mohammed. So I think that's a fairly predictable prediction, um, you know, who will be champions uh, from your angle as well. So what about you, Omar? Do you differ with uh, what Mohammed's uh, predicting for who are going to be the champions? You know what? <clears throat> when they sold um, Gundogan, got rid of Mares, I didn't think they had it in them. I'm talking about squad depth and stuff. I didn't think they were... Able because because Gundogan is a crucial part of them winning everything, whether it's the Champions League, whether it's the the, the past few Premier Leagues, even when they were going head to head with Liverpool, because he would come come in when it's clutch time towards the end of the season. So I wasn't sure they were able to you know replace these guys, but seeing the way they play, man, these guys, Pep Pep's a genius, man. Pep's a genius. So I, I don't see anyone challenging them. Yeah, so you would put down City out as winners as well as champions as well, and that coming from you know a uh, someone who's from the city, okay, grew up when uh, you know Man City were not really a name. Two thousand eight, when Abu Dhabi came in, started um, splashing the cash and you know transforming the team. So even though it's hurtful for you to admit this. You just have to let reason uh, be the judge. So, yeah, you've got City down. Rahal, I don't think you're going to actually disagree. With... If I could say something, yeah, based on... Yeah, you go ahead. Sorry, Omar, go. Apologies, yeah. Now that, you, now that you've brought in uh, the whole Manchester rivalry and the derby and whatnot, um, it was actually Shinawatra that came in and tried started to transform the team mm. prior to Abu Dhabi. Exactly. In. So, it kind of... Yeah. Um, laid the seeds down and then they come in and came in and take over took over um as a youngster growing up i i saw city go into division two was it yeah i think division two yeah, was the lowest two, they, they yeah. went down, yeah and that was yeah as a youngster so that whole noisy neighbor stuff i mean it, it doesn't really resonate with me that much but seeing them win a treble and win three Premier League's back-to-back. This could possibly be their fourth. That hurts. Yeah, that hurts. So, yes, thank you for reminding me, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, interesting you mentioned that because I was actually going to mention, um, you know, uh, the Thai um, business uh, magnet, um, you know, buying City as well and then coming in. And I remember actually putting on the BBC at that time and I saw Abu Dhabi coming in buying... uh, Man City, and I st- I'm not sure if you guys remember this actually, that it was a really, really off-the-cuff type of photo. You know, it wasn't really marketed well. Like, can you remember these photos, guys? When uh, there was a, um, when Man Man City actually bought, Abu- uh, sorry, Abu Dhabi bought Man City. Yeah, it was, obviously it was many, many years ago. And yeah, because I think, was it him who had some like, he had some court cases going yeah, on and yeah, stuff? Yeah, so. yeah. He had some stake in Liverpool. He was the former Thai president as well at one point. Yeah, he was a former Thai president, you know, a, a bit of a reputation. And uh, then coming in and seeing Abu Dhabi taking over the club, it was just a bit surreal. But um, Rahul, what about you? Um, you know, I actually tried hard to, you know, obviously I went with City, like, you know, the, our two friends here. 
Um, but I tried hard to try to put another name in, but it, you know, I was just looking for a name for the sake of it. But then I wasn't being real with myself. You know, even like you know, I tried to even put, try and convince myself that Arsenal going to win the league, but it's not real. Um, so I have had to go with City, and you know, I'm going to throw throw in something here as well. You know, if if I ever was to have a second team, then it's City as well. So I don't really mind City if Liverpool's not going to win it. Second team. If, if I said I know, if Liverpool not going to win it, I'd rather have City winning it. I'm from Greater Manchester. I can never support United. That's for sure. You know, United. So the next best thing is for me is like City. So yeah, I'm fine with City winning it if it's not Liverpool. I can never have Arsenal winning it and Chelsea. Forget that. Okay. All right. ABU. Anyone but United. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of have to probably agree, but I don't know why. It's recently is ABUA. Uh, these days, but yeah, um, and Doc, yeah, okay, so yeah, so Doc, um, obviously, we've given uh, our prediction of who's gonna win uh, or the win the league. You know, what about yourself? Who do you who are you going with, by the way? Yeah, I, I, I can't really disagree with uh, the majority, okay, and I would have to say uh, City as well. And you know, just to reiterate uh, points that you made, uh, Omar, as well, when you saw, for example, you know, uh, Gundogan going and then. Um, Yes, of course, Riyad Mahrez is fairly, you know, um, getting past his best sign, uh, leaving Laporte as well, Cancelo. Um, you thought, okay, fair enough. But they made some really, really good signings as well. And, you know, this just is a credit to Guardiola. You've got some youngsters coming in, uh, Guardiol from Leipzig, um, Kovacic from Chelsea as well. I think that's a good signing as well. Um, Jeremy Dukov, another 50 million player. And, you know, they just signed Matthias Nunes as well. And I think it's just... What I would question initially was the longevity of uh, Guardiola staying at um, Man City for so long. But it was so disappointing from a a supporter's perspective when they did win the treble. Okay, won three Premier Leagues on on the top on on the trot. Sorry, and for them, Guardiola staying. And I don't think that would even if another manager came, it wouldn't change the dynamics of them. You know, continuing to win things, but it's just a pain in in the bottom. You know, for them and for us to admit that City is actually going to most likely win the league again. So that would be my prediction. But going on, so are we all? Doc, are we also we all saying that City will win four four in a four in a row? Never happened before. Unfortunately, unfortunately, and I don't see any any other team challenging them. And I think, you know, Mohammed and Omar, you know, as much as you guys hate to admit it, okay, and you too, Rahel, um, what other choice do we look, have? Not a good look. Not a good look for United, is it? Not a good look for United. Um, first last season. Um, uh, destroying United's uh, triple, what was it? Three in the spin, three on the spin. Um, mm. Yeah, three titles in a row, as well as the treble. But they didn't destroy it, though. Come well, on. you said destroy it. Okay. Well, not destroy they, they it. Matched I mean, it. They, they matched, matched it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, but we they will destroy it if low. they win the league. Mm-hmm. That's the point I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll set a new record. Yeah, see, that's a bit of a tough question and something a bit hard for you to swallow, Omar, yeah? Because honestly, if there was someone posing that type of question from a Liverpool perspective, I wouldn't really be happy, um, you know, on the receiving end of uh, being asked that question as well. Um, But okay, let's go on to second now. 
So, Mohammed, I'm going to ask you, who have you got down for finishing behind uh, City in the Premier League this season? Okay, so for me, nothing changes from last season. City winning, Arsenal finishing second. Uh, yeah, a few eyebrows will be raised, but uh, the way I see it, um, the teams that finished below Arsenal last season, did they improve? Did all of them improve? Maybe. Some did, some did not. Um, did Arsenal improve? Yes, I would say so. Um, maybe not significantly, but uh, they've got, you know, Declan Rice, who I think would do really, really well for them. Um, and I think Arteta is pretty much settled in terms of... Uh, in terms of knowing his first eleven, even though this season he fiddled around with a couple of times, yeah, playing Partey, um, yeah. playing uh, Thomas Partey right back. Um, I do believe they'll be they'll finish second. You know what? That's um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said. I mean, I've, to be honest with you, that's quite interesting as well because I didn't really have you uh, putting Arsenal. Uh, second, not because of your allegiance to another London club, but we know we're taking uh, all of our rose tinted glasses out of this discussion for now, yeah. But it's a bit surprising. Um, I just thought that I just taken me back a bit. Are you, Doc, are you giving away your prediction here? Mm, uh, we'll have to see, isn't it? But, um, okay. yeah, I'm just, no, I'm just surprised that you have mentioned Arsenal, uh, even though, like you mentioned, I have improved uh, a lot as well. But what, what do you want? Do you want to say anything else before we go on to Omar? At third and fourth, um, I reckon um, this is... No, let's just stick with uh, uh, with two for now and we'll, we'll go around three and four oh. later on. Okay, so Omar, who have you got down for number two? Um, I have to say I disagree with Mohamed on that one um, purely because I think that was a one-off season for Arsenal. One-off season. Wow. <laughs> um, play good football, but they had no contenders. They, 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 one thing that they did do, which I, I um, commend them for, is that they learned how to beat the small teams. But towards the end, <laughs> which I used to struggle with before, but towards the end, I think teams figured them out. And, and, and that is going to come back to bite Arsenal and Arteta. And I think that's why he's trying to do, what was he saying? 36 formations? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was some bizarre. Systems, I don't know, yeah. Which is why he's putting party right back and sticking Habits in a position that he's never played before. Oh, well, he has, but I mean, not for, for some time. So I'm not putting Arsenal there. And the only other team that can go in there um, that was in the top four last year that has a legacy is Manchester United. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, go on, no, no, give us the right, reasons. Guys. We might have had a bad start. We might have had a bad start to the season. But trust Eric Ten Hag. Trust him, okay? You sound like Arteta at this turn, first year. But Ten Hag came in and he's outdone Arteta in his first year. You sound like our good friend Alan Robson now. He also spent nearly uh was it four hundred thirty-five million? Yeah, and that that's what's gonna help him, I say. That's what's gonna help him. Those few last-minute signings as well, they, I think, help us a lot. Um, so I do think we've got a striker. We haven't had a striker for a while. 
Um, so they just what, young lad. Um, what's his name? Rasmus Hoyland. What's his numbers like? Rasmus Hoyland. What's his numbers like? Nine everyone, goals in Syria. Everyone wow. says that. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Says that. Yeah, everyone says that. But Syria didn't know him for scoring goals, are they? Well, nine yeah. goals ain't gonna win the league. Osimhen got thirty-two, did he not? Yeah, yeah but Osimhen. Everyone wanted Osimhen, though, didn't they? Apart from Osimhen. So uh, you will see a, a change in formation. Well, not formation. Change in style of football. We've got a few more players who are coming in. We've got Amrabat. So yeah, def- I, I think United can can push above their weight. First, if we compare us to last year as well, we got off to a better start than we did last year. So everything's looking positive. Interesting, interesting uh, prediction there, Omar. Okay, and uh, Rahul, I know you from your reaction. Um, your jaw is probably on the floor with that one. Okay, but um, who have you got down for number two? And I'm going to, I expect a few draws to drop uh, after you give your prediction as well. I feel like I'm, I feel I got a comment on um, Omar's um, prediction. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you know. You know, you know, when I was summarizing um, our friends, um, you know, in the previous episode, our friends, what kind of predictions they made, and I said, you know, there are some individuals who can't let go emotion in the club. I think Omar's done one of them. I didn't realize, obviously, I've just heard what Omar's predicting now. I think he's got that thing that he can't really let go of United. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think he actually believes it himself. You know what? Yeah. If- if you want me to just defend myself, you allow me to defend myself. Oh, you feel like you have to defend yourself? No, not really, because you guys are saying Arsenal. You're say, some of you might come in and say other play other teams, but we didn't have the best of seasons last year, did we? But you've not the best of seasons for the last have ten years. Have you improved yeah. the squad? Yeah, we have significantly. Have I, I wouldn't say significantly, but we've improved it in order to go up a level. Really? Yeah. And what's it, what's up from three? That's my stance. Fair point. That is actually a fair point. Go on, well, yeah. Go on, Rahel. Coming back, coming back to my prediction. You know, I'm kind of glad that we did the doing the prediction after the transfer window closed, um, because I think if we did it before game one, I actually was gonna go with Arsenal, but I'm not anymore. Um, I think we. I'm going with Liverpool for second. You know, I think we've had a okay-ish transfer window now. Um, I think early on, I wasn't too sure what's going to happen with all the signings. Things were looking quite slow. So I feel that we've got enough now in midfield just to get us that second spot. You know, so I wasn't sure you know, before the transfer window, before the you know, day one, where we would have ended up. But I feel confident enough to say that we'll finish second. We'll probably be way off. It'll probably be like how United finished last season. Not United, sorry. Arsenal, where, you know, City won the league by four, five, three, four games that it was. You know, we probably won't challenge City in that sense where, you know, the previous times where it's only been a point difference. I don't think it'll be anything like that, but I think we feel we'll finish second. Okay. Um, interesting. I have to say as well. Uh, Roman. Yeah, go on. Doc, do you agree with me? Or yeah, I mean, views? I do have my own views, um, and I'll tell you the reasons uh, why. Um, agreeing or disagreeing, it's just, uh, you know. Me personally, I think, look, when it comes to the champions, the champions are champions, it's fairly unanimous. 
uh, amongst most people who actually follow football that they believe that City will win the league. As for two, three, four, possibly five and six, it's you. Ha- we really don't know um, who. So there's no difference between second, third, and fourth, possibly even fifth and sixth, because the playing field is quite leveled between the rest of the clubs, according to uh, last season as well. And yes, uh, Arsenal did do very well last season, but that was a season, and they did surprisingly well uh, last season. And they were also in a European competition as well. They were fairly lucky with injuries. United done pretty well as well last season. Okay, for Ten Hag's uh, first season and getting third, uh, I would say it's a massive achievement. And I think this is probably a discussion within itself, probably a bit, a, a bit late and unseasoned now. But I personally believe that United had a better season uh, than Arsenal last season. Okay, and um, I'm someone who really, 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 really uh, dislikes uh, United. But for my number two, I would go with Liverpool as well. And um, the reasons for that, you know, I've just mentioned them, that you really couldn't call between three or four or five clubs. uh, um, You know, there's not a huge difference. And I do have to give you credit, Rahul, for, you know, proposing that we do this predictions uh, podcast after the transfer window because it just levels things out. Another thing is the signings that we have uh, made, yeah, they're not really made any crazy headlines. But I think uh, like with uh, Dominic Slobodzai, uh, McAllister, the new signing we've made with Graven Bench as well, um, the top four looks okay. The confidence in the back, you know, would have liked a good number six to come in and just shore that up. But I'm going for, uh, personally, I'm going for Liverpool. Just, um, Doc, yeah. Doc um, another reason why I feel why Liverpool will finish second and not Arsenal. I think uh, obviously the Arsenal going to play in the Champions League. You know, it's a big ask. You know, after many years out, that squad is going to be tested. Yeah, Liverpool are play, playing a Europa League where you can play your Finch players. You know, you don't, you can experiment, you can rotate. The Champions League is very hard to rotate. You normally, you more or less have to play your best team most of the time. So I think that's, I think that might be one of the factors where it will sway in Liverpool's favour to finish above Arsenal. Yeah, I think you thought. Let me ask you a question, Doc. Yeah, go on, Mohamed. Traditionally, going forward, uh, traditionally, um, clubs in the Europa League, right? Yeah. Thursday lot. Thursday lot um, don't fare too well in the league. Yeah, you're absolutely you right. Uh, you are absolutely right. And that is actually an interesting point that I didn't take into consideration, yeah? So you've actually, and I would sincerely say that's actually a very, very, very good point uh, to mention there. But at the same time, and I know I could possibly give a justification just based upon what Rahul said at the moment, I have to agree with you, that the competition, how... Klopp would prioritise that. I know that Klopp wouldn't want to win it, okay? But possibly uh, playing youngsters in the early rounds before it does become a bit interesting. I mean, look, only two seasons ago, we played 66 games or something, okay? We went to the very end. And there isn't much difference in terms of the numbers of squads. I think that even with the youngsters that have come in, possibly we've got better youngsters now coming into the team with uh, Doak, with Curtis Jones coming in, playing a bit more matured as well, uh, Harvey Elliott. 
So possibly for them to, you know, use that maturity by in in the competition and handling all fronts where we have experience in playing multiple competitions in four competitions just two seasons uh, uh, prior. Um, whereas Arsenal, you know, is slightly different with their recent history. So you've got a very, very, very good point. And it has actually made me question, but I would still think that Liverpool probably end up second. Doc, let me just give you something else to ponder on, yeah? You just mentioned the youngsters that will be coming off your bench. And we were talking about squad depth before yeah. in terms of Arsenal and even for bringing Manchester City as well. You mentioned Doak. Mm. Like, who, who's yeah. Doak? Liverpool, I mean, City just sold Paul Palmer, uh, who was an upcoming youngster, yeah. to Chelsea for 40 odd million. And you're Chelsea, talking Chelsea. about Doak. Please, don't, don't, right. don't talk about Palmer. Me, Chelsea are just silly anyway. Right, they, yeah. they, you know, they just got open. Let me t- tell you about, we're talking about Getty no, coming yeah. to fill in for Jesus. And you're mentioning Doak. Come on, Doc, man. No, no, listen, listen. Let me just clarify that. Let me just clarify that. Playing the fringe players. No, I'm not. Why are your fringe players? Let me just clarify that. The reason why you struggled last year because you didn't have players to come on yeah. Beyond your first team. I, I would say we're probably unlucky with in, injuries as well. That's why because remember, okay, just... Yeah, sorry, sorry, Omar, finish your point. Sorry, I'm just saying that that's why you guys finished sixth because you didn't have the squad depth. Yes, you've got a few guys now coming in. Um, but one thing I would say is that Mo Salah, um, his heart's not at the club anymore. So he's not going to be given 100%. His heart's he's not at the club? Based on what, sorry? Yeah, he's not going to be Based on um, that big Saudi money, that's what it's based on. <laughs> All right, so you were mentioning it, 300 million, wouldn't mind him leaving. Yeah, so big question marks around Liverpool, I'd say, big question marks. Yeah, just a point on that, okay? Yeah, Omar, look, you've got a fair point. Um, you know, you've, got, you've voiced your opinions. I didn't mention that Dawak is going to be, you know, the saviour of Liverpool. I just mentioned that there are a few youngsters coming up in the scheme. But look, this is the whole point of this, okay? You know, it's difficult to predict after number one. And this is why this is such a polarising debate amongst everybody. But let's swiftly move on to uh, your prediction, Mohammed, for number three. Who's you got down for ending up third? Um, I've got... Spurs them as uh, third. It, this will raise a lot of eyebrows, but uh, I do believe uh, you don't become a, a bad team overnight. They've changed the manager and it's paying dividends. Uh, I mean, Conte was just, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to call him anymore. And then uh, who took over from him again? After Conte? Yeah. That's the kick. Oh, you mean uh, interim? Uh, no, interim, that. yeah. There was an interim manager. Yeah, yeah, Mason. I, uh, yeah, um, Mason. Ryan Mason. Ryan Mason. And I don't think he knew what he was doing anyway. They lost Kane, of course. but And I think Omar mentioned earlier, he contributed to 40% of their goals. But we're, we're already seeing that they don't actually um, need the goals. Uh, Spurs always lead goals. But I think with Mickey, the new centre-half from... Mm. The I Dutch, don't know his name. The Dutch centre-half. He's doing well, slotted in really well. Uh, got rid of Loris, who's always, always got an error in him. Uh, Basuma. Basuma looked like, looked like a new signing, complete new signing. Enjoying himself, running games. Absolutely destroyed Man United, by the way. Um, scored five again today. 
new captain, Song Song got a hat trick. So they've improved big time, and I do believe, even though they lost uh, Kane's goals, goals will be uh, distributed evenly now. Um, so yeah, Spurs for me. Okay. Okay, interesting. What about you, Omar? Um, yeah, I, this is this team. If we look at the predictions from the eighteen guys in the group, not many of them put them in top four. Um, and I feel that they've improved on their squad from last season. I know that it was a bit of a a season where they did kind of well. To be honest, um, I'm. I was torn between two teams here, and I think, like Rahel said, the United in me is coming out. So I'm going to go for Newcastle number three. We'll be back after a quick break. Crypto Unplugged. Hey, listeners, I'm Dr. Crypto, also known as Doc, the host of the Crypto Unplugged podcast. Crypto Unplugged is a weekly podcast where me and my co-host Oz give our opinions on the crypto space. We've been involved in crypto for many years, so we have a wealth of knowledge and expertise to share with new and seasoned folks. Our podcast is unplugged, meaning that we're honest and revealing about our personal highs and lows of our crypto journey. We've also interviewed a range of special guests from up-and-coming projects to experienced crypto personalities, and our goal is to bring the most up-to-date and relevant information to our community of listeners. So if you're interested in learning more about crypto, or if you just want to hear about two guys talk about their love of crypto and their views, then be sure to check out Crypto Unplugged. We're available on all major podcast platforms. Crypto Unplugged. Hmm. Okay, I, I think personally that's not a bad shout at all. What about you, uh, Rahul? What, what have you got done? Um, I think I've got to just, um, make a comment first. And um, Mohammed, uh, he said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't become a bad team overnight, but at the same time, you don't become a great team overnight as well. Fair point. Yeah. You know, so that's I'll leave that there. But, I, you know, they are improving for sure, Spurs. But top three, wow, that's a big ask eh? from where they were. They haven't finished the top four in how many years? Well, they finished uh, outside of European football last season. Well, this season, no European distraction as well. So that was one of the um, the reasons that I actually tipped them to finish finish third. Yeah, so uh, moving on to my prediction of third place. Obviously, I was to be honest with you, I was torn between um, Liverpool or Arsenal finishing second or third. Um, but... I'm going with Arsenal to finish third. Um, don't have to give too many reasons why. It's quite obvious. Um, they're definitely they're an improving squad, an improving team. You know, I think even if they can get in the top four for a couple of seasons, you know, that's an achievement in itself. And from what they were a couple of years ago, so I think finishing even third this season is not a bad season for Arsenal. That's what I think personally. Um, but I think it'll be uh, Arsenal will finish third. Doc, what are your thoughts on my prediction and your what, what are you predicting who's going to finish third? Yeah, so 
for for me okay yeah um like i said it's very very difficult even just looking at this i mean the, even the top 7 is quite difficult to predict in order um and i do understand your points as well as arsenal they had a very very good season but me personally i'm going for united to end up third okay and i know okay that yeah they've been you know terrible the last uh, few games but remember look you know when we're talking about the predictions we're talking about post uh, transfer window i think usually it's better to get an idea of how well the club's going to do after the first 10 games now united also didn't very start off very well last season well but i think ten ten hag is actually uh, taking the right steps, unfortunately for us as Liverpool fans, um, by building up the club and getting in players that are not really marquee signings, but the signings that he has made, like we mentioned Mason Mount, okay, uh, Sufjan Amrabat uh, on loan as well, okay, Rosmus Hoyland. We don't know much about Rosmus Hoyland uh, apart from people who are uh, hipsters who do follow. Uh, Italian league these days um, but I think that they will come into their own as well and I think honestly there's not much of a difference um, they could possibly end up second as well but I think I'm just going uh, for them to end up uh, third in the league this season which is an achievement in itself as well. Uh, Doc um, it's going to be interesting on our fourth predictions especially for Mohammed and uh, Omar because they're going to have to leave well, some of the big clubs out, so it'll be interesting to find out who they've got in fourth. They might even leave two big clubs out. Who knows? So it's going to be quite Possibly interesting. Possibly even leave three there. big clubs out. So let's let's see. Let's see. But it depends okay. on what is a big club. Uh, yeah, true. Why is a big club these days? Uh, that's, a, that's a podcast episode in itself. Okay, Mohammed. So let's see which big clubs have you left out and who's coming in fourth. I'm glad you guys mentioned uh, big clubs because um, I mean up to. Up to I think the last three four years, we knew who the top four were. Right? It was a case of who's going to finish first, who's going to finish second, who's going to finish third, and so on. But nowadays, any one of uh, eight teams can finish in the top t- uh, top four. And we've already witnessed that last season: Liverpool missing out, uh, Chelsea missing out, Spurs missing out. Are they not considered as big teams? That's a question for the listeners and for you guys also. Fourth spot, I think Man United will finish exactly where they finished last season. Oh, actually, yeah. Uh, They finished third last season. I'll take that back. I think this season, they'll be fourth. I don't know. Did they improve the squad? They got rid of De Gea, who's a brilliant shot stopper, but not so good uh, playing from the back. But then again, are United really ready to play from the back? That's the other question. Um, um, they've signed a stri- they struggled for goals last season. I mean, Rashford play- played out of his skin. He played well. Can he replicate his performance from last season? I don't know. The new striker, no, no one knows anything about him. But if we go by his numbers, it doesn't look good. So for that reason... I predict United to finish fourth. So, Mohamed, you're saying no Chelsea, all Liverpool in your top no four? No Chelsea, no Liverpool, no Newcastle, 
just you and know. I do have my reasons, and we'll get onto that a little bit later. Maybe we'll talk about it at work. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, okay, um, fair enough. You know, you know, reflecting on what happened last season, who could argue? So let's go on with you, Omar. If I could just mention just one or two things that Mohammed said, um, because he said, "Did we improve our squad?" The De Gea one is a, is a very valid point. You can look at it from either side, whether it's shot stopping or playing out from the back. And you're right, do we play out from the back? Are we ready for that? But I think we've all seen Aaron Wan-Bissaka improve slightly over the past year. So we're going in that direction. So let's put that one there. And we talked about, we talked about was it Rasmus Hoyland coming yeah. in? How many goals he's going to get? If you guys just remember, who did we have in that position in the second half of last year? Oh, uh, the Dutch Peter Crouch. Oh, there, there uh, actually, I'll take that back. Yeah, I'll take that that's back. That's a big improvement, That's right? an insult. That's an insult yeah. to Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch, that robot dancing himself. <laughs> so, Weghorst. Weghorst was there. I'm not sure if he scored a Premier League goal. <laughs> he didn't. He no? didn't. So, yeah, we definitely improved in, in, in that position. There, if well, we don't know yet because he ain't played. Anyone's an improvement. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, the guy came from the championship, came from Burnley. It wasn't even a starting player at Burnley. So, I mean, yeah. Um, looking at teams and teams that have improved, uh, similar to what Rahel said, this team, I would have put them in. At the beginning of, oh, sorry, the end of last year, I wasn't sure if they'd make top four. But if we had made this prediction... Right at the beginning of the season, first game in or just at the end of um, pre-season, I would have put them a lot higher up. But they're left with another dilemma, which is they've made a signing, but they're without a signing. Um, so it's Arsenal fourth for me. Uh, and, and I think their best signing was the guy who got injured, Jury and Timber. I think he would have made the biggest difference in the squad. Rice is, a, is I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Rice, but I think he would have made the biggest difference for that squad defensively and in terms of playing the football that they want to play. So Arsenal fourth for me. I mean, last year was a one-off for them, but they can, they've still got football in them. They're still playing well, but I don't believe they'll be able to maintain the football that they were playing last year. And we saw that towards the tail end of the season. So Arsenal fourth for me. So you've also got no Liverpool, no Chelsea and no uh, Spurs in your top four. Okay, interesting. Definitely very, very interesting from both you, our guests on the show, um, with your top four predictions. So just to quickly go off before I go on to yours, uh, Rahel. So, Mohamed, you've got C as champions, Arsenal coming second, followed by Spurs third, then United. Omar, you've got City winning uh, United second, Newcastle, and Arsenal making up the top four. Okay, Rahul, so who've, who's completing your top four? I'm going to let you into something that I actually changed my fourth spot. Oh, my goodness. I'm allowed to, right? I, this is for this. It's, Was that based on the... It's based uh, before, as long as I, you know, as long as I can make a last-minute change, can't I? Am I not allowed to? Yeah, you're allowed to. As long as we... Yeah, you're allowed to. But is, was that based no, upon... No, you guys didn't. Okay. No, no. That's fine. You know, about two hours ago, it did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I actually had Chelsea as fourth spot. But I just, I'm just looking at them, you know. They couldn't even get... They had one shot on target. They spent almost a billion 
you know, with this squad and they've got one shot on target, it's not even for at home. That just does not I don't how can I put a team that spent a billion has only one shot on target of four spot? It just doesn't make sense. I did have Chelsea, but I don't know why, but I have to put someone there. I'm putting United as fourth. So I'm going with Man United to finish fourth. And I do think signing that's off in Amrabat will make a big difference because I was worried about their midfield a lot because it reminded me of Liverpool last season when Fabinho's legs were gone. I thought very, very similar with Casemiro. But I think having Amrabat next to him, it'll, it'll take a lot of pressure off him. So I do think their midfield will be a lot better. Um, defensively, who knows? We'll see. Um the uh, the left back they've signed from Spurs he might be able to cover for Luke Shaw centre backs they may struggle but with Harry still around Maguire still around Omar, by the way you haven't, you haven't sold him yeah, just letting you know but I do think they'll have enough to finish fourth spot and Doc what about you what do you where do you think um, United are finishing I've already mentioned United I think they're going to come third. Okay, so I've already got them down okay. for number three. Uh, for my number four, um, who I've gone down, uh, I've put down Arsenal. Okay, and I'm not going to, uh, there's no need for me really to elaborate on that. I think you guys have actually covered most of the points uh, related to Arsenal. But what is interesting here is that, uh, Mohamed, you didn't mention Arsenal in your top four. Okay, Omar. Uh, you actually put down Arsenal. Rahul, just remind me. I, I did, actually. I had them finishing second. You did, yeah? Yeah, I had Arsenal finishing second. Yeah, you actually, you got them second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, my mistake, yeah? And Rahul, you got United finishing fourth, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, interesting points you made about Chelsea. And when you do speak about that, and you mention one billion, I mean, just pondering on that one billion is, is phenomenally, phenomenally insane. Uh, one billion spent since the new owners have come in. Nearly one billion pounds, by the way, not even dollars. It's quite crazy. Um, so yeah, um, for me, my top four who would complete it would be um, I've got Arsenal finishing top four. So I've got uh, City winning, followed by uh, Liverpool, United. Then I've got Arsenal. So let's quickly go on, guys. That's our top four. Just to remind the listeners, okay, Omar, uh, sorry, Mohammed, you've got City, champions, Arsenal coming second, Spurs third, United fourth. Omar, you've got City winning, United second, Newcastle third, and Arsenal making up the top four. Uh, Rahul, you've got City winning, followed by Liverpool coming in second, then uh, United, uh, Arsenal, then United. And I've got very similar to you, Rahul, uh, Liverpool, uh, City winning, Liverpool, where I've got, I got Man United finishing third and Arsenal finishing second. So in the next stage, guys, I want to quickly ask you who your fifth and sixth will be. Yeah, So just give me both of them. Uh, Mohamed, who you got for fifth and sixth? I've got Newcastle finishing fifth and Liverpool finishing sixth. Wow. Uh, that's all I have to say. Wow. Um, partly partly uh, to do with the fact that they've both got European commitment. And partly, and also to do with the fact that uh, although they've slightly improved, uh, particularly Liverpool, they've they've improved um, in the midfield area, especially with the Hungarian guy with a Sobozlai. funny Sobozlai. name. Sobozlai. Yeah, him. Um, I still think they lack in number six. And, you know, 
trend and the defensive area is still where you had problems. I'm sure most Liverpool fans will will admit that they had they had problems in defense. Um, Robinson and Trent might be an issue. Um, Robinson as well, yeah. Robinson, yeah. Uh, Robs- Robinson? Robinson, yeah, Robinson, Robinson, Andy Robbo. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you'll you'll struggle for goals, but the fact that you don't have a, a number six, um, other than a thirty-two-year-old has been from the from the Bundesliga. He's thirty, sorry. So please, um, thirty. Uh, okay, he still uh, has been. Um, for that reason, I put them six. Newcastle, I think they they're improving. They significantly overachieved last season. Um, getting into the top four, I think them and Spurs will swap places. So you're saying because we got thirty-two year old. Okay, just just quick. Sorry, sorry, Rahul, finish your point. I was, uh, just to um, make a few remarks on Mohammed's coming to you. Just because we got a thirty year old, so does it does the value of the player, how much he spent, does that make a difference? If we said end end or we paid sixty million, would that change anything? Because his numbers in the Bundesliga for a defensive player was up there with the best. Don't isolate the comment. I said you do not have a specialist as a number six. He's not an endo. Well, what? Um, so he's not. He's not. He's a box to box footballer. He, uh, he's defensive his numbers. He can play that number six very well. Is he a specialist in that? In that he'll position, fit in, he'll, he'll fit into that position very, very well, and there's no issues whatsoever. We can only assume that he'll fit in, but. Liverpool last year were disjointed. That's last year, yeah. Yeah, I know. And this year, they're still yet seen to be a, a formidable team. We'll see. I think we, we kind of romanticise over the whole thing. The thing, the thing is, the thing is with this as well. Remember when we the season where we lost uh, seven one was it against Aston Villa? Yeah, we remember when we had about four different defenders playing yeah. in every single match when most of our defence was out. Okay, and I'm not sure we still ended up third when Allison scored that goal just behind United. Okay, and then we came back the next season and we competed in all four competitions where the squad really didn't change that much either. As for Newcastle, interestingly enough, they just lost two games in a row. So they just lost against Brighton to just now 3-1. So last season they won they lost five games the whole season, and four games in, they've already lost two. Okay. So that might put a spanner in your predictions, uh, guys, but particularly you, Omar, with Newcastle coming in uh, second. It's a long season to go. So did they just lose to Brighton today? Yeah, 3-0. Yeah, yeah, just now, 3-1. 3-1. Yeah. No, so Doc, they've lost three, three um, games then, haven't they? They've lost to United, Liverpool and... Three, yeah, at the moment... Not United. So, um, City, Liverpool and Brighton today. So they lost three games, not two. So they got three three points, three games, and they lost five last season. Eddie Howe may feel a bit of pressure. But, okay, interesting enough enough anyway, because the whole point, again, polarising football, uh, subjective discussions, you're entitled to your opinion, Mohammed, and I'm glad you do uh, came on the show and you gave your opinions with uh, with that. What about you, Omar? Who have you got done for fifth and sixth? Um, wow, I, I didn't realise that Newcastle were lost today. But I'm not going to change that. Are you allowed to change and now? No, no, no I, would, I still wouldn't change it. Because if you look at the fixtures as well, who has had the, the toughest fixtures? It's been Newcastle, right? Newcastle. And then alongside them, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Um, so for me, Liverpool come fifth. Um, the only thing that Liverpool have done, which is a difference, 
is that they've they've got the points over Newcastle. Whereas Lu- Newcastle, yes, Newcastle outplayed Liverpool, and that that's another factor which helped me make the, this decision earlier. They've played well, and even when they played against City, yes, City like played them off the park, but they kind of contained City to a, a respectable one nil. So I mean, prior to this game, I think they did fairly well. Yes, they didn't get the points that they would have liked. However, their performances, their style of play, similar to that which they had last year. And uh, you've got to respect um, Eddie Howe for that and the team that is building and the way the club is run. But this kind of puts a spot in the woodworks. But uh, fifth for me, I'm going to keep it the same. Fifth is Liverpool. And sixth, I did have either Chelsea or Spurs based on who can attack and score goals um, because they're both two very different teams to what they were last year. Um, and I was kind of leaning towards Chelsea, but after today's fixtures, Spurs, it has to be Spurs. Yeah, it has to be Spurs. Chelsea, Chelsea might finish 12th again. That's another mad prediction. Wow. That's another mad <laughs> That's another mad one. I, I think everyone's listening there. He's crazy. They can't get a goal, man. Jackson five, <laughs> Jackson Dobson. five is struggling. Isn't One he? billion, yeah, and they still they still can't score a goal. Can't beg a goal. Come on, man. Help me. I hope you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. So fifth Liverpool, sixth Spurs. Now, uh, interesting. Go on, Rahul. Who's makes up your fifth and sixth? My fifth and sixth. Um, uh, fifth place. I'm going with Spurs. Okay, I'm going with Spurs. Um, I I like Ange. Um, don't know much about him from you know before he came to Spurs, but I just like how he's going about it. His press conferences are brilliant. He he gives me Bill Klopp vibes. I'm not saying tactically, but he's just more his persona. Just how he is. He's quite. I really like him. Um, I think Spurs are playing well. I, I think um, Kane going is definitely helping them because they're not playing just around Kane. So now. Playing much more the team and some made some good signings as well, and I do feel you know the way they started off, I can see them finishing fifth quite easily. And I just you know, my sixth place team, I think just to keep our king of trolls happy, Mohamed Elmi, I have to go with Chelsea just for him. Um, you know, I think they'll get it right. They, you know, they started off quite bad. I know that everyone is quite obvious, but. You know, spending that kind of money, they must get a, some sort of a run of games where, you know, they hit you off and, and Kuku's meant to be back from injury and stuff. Quite a few players are injured. They're expecting a lot more. So I feel that I'll, they'll get a run of games and they'll just about scrape six. Uh, so that's my top six done. And Doc, what's your predictions for fifth and sixth? You know what? Mine is exact. Mine are exactly the same as yours. And interestingly enough, in exactly the same order across all six of them, apart from Arsenal and Man United. So I've also gone for uh, fifth um, Spurs, and I've gone for sixth Chelsea, and exactly the same reasons uh, as you as well. Because it's fairly difficult to predict how Chelsea are gonna play. Nobody really knows. But I also believe that with the amount of money spent. And uh, the manager that eventually uh, they're going to start becoming very, very competitive and they will upset a few teams. 
I wouldn't say upset. That makes them really look like a small club, and they're not. Okay, but um, I just think that too much has gone on uh, too quickly, and it just needs to be some time, uh, maybe a season before they really come uh, and start playing well. But it's quite difficult to predict where Chelsea are going to end up. But I agree with you also, Rahul, across the top, your top six. But let's just go through that. Okay, so um, your top six now. Uh, this is Mohammed. Okay, Mohammed, you got City, Arsenal, Spurs, United, Newcastle, and your sixth one was uh, Spurs, right? No, uh, so so Spurs third, United fourth, Newcastle fifth, Liverpool sixth. Liverpool sixth. Okay, and um, you've got down here. Uh, Omar, I've got you down for City, United, Newcastle, Arsenal, uh, Liverpool and uh, Spurs, right? Correct, yeah, that's right. Okay, and Rahul, you've got City, uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, United, Spurs and Chelsea. And um, uh, I've got down City, Liverpool, United, Arsenal, Spurs and Chelsea. So... That's the top six done. Now, we're going to run through the rest of the league very, very quickly. I'm going to ask you your three relegation teams. You go first, uh, Mohamed. Who you got down for relegated relegated teams? As relegated, I have Luton, um, Burnley. As much as I like Vincent Company, I think they're gone. They're shipping goals left, right, centre. And Sheffield United. Sheffield United, yeah? Yep. Okay. And what about you, um, Omar? Who you got done? Um, Luton, Sheffield United, and I don't really want to say Burnley. They're just not got a bad. They haven't started too well. But Everton as the third team to go down. Okay, interesting. And uh, Rahul, who have you got down? Um, I think I've gone uh, with uh, Luton, Sheffield United, and Everton again. Oh no, Merseyside derby. No Merseyside derby. The Great Stanley Park, Davis gone. Yeah, and I've also got down Luton, uh, Sheffield United, and Everton. Okay, so um, Everton, and I actually hope they do go down. Um, sorry to say that. Okay, actually, I'm not sorry. Uh, please go down, Everton. Okay, um, FA Cup, <laughs> FA Cup. Who have you guys got down? So, who's going to win the FA Cup for you, um, Mohammed? Um, well, I've got Chelsea simply because. You know, a million pound can't go to waste. A billion, sorry, a billion. Yeah, a billion. Yeah, you yeah, see, hundred extra. Yeah. 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 Okay. So for that reason, I think there's a day they'll win the FA Cup. Okay, Omar, who's you got then? I've got Mister Specialist at winning cups, Unai Emery, Aston Villa. Okay, that's actually a very interesting shout, and I think um, a valid one as well. My opinion. What about you? Um, Rahul, who you got down? Just to keep my Arsenal fr- friends happy, so I've gone with Arsenal. Bloody hell. Are, are, you, are you copying me? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a Liverpool thing. Is it? You know what it is? You have that. We disagree on a lot of things, but uh, intuition seems to be there on a subconscious level, uh, Rahul. Yeah? Clearly, yeah. clearly, clearly. Yeah, okay. So, I've, so you, you, you've gone with Arsenal then, I'm guessing? Yeah, I've gone, I've gone with Arsenal as well. Uh, but it's not for to keep the contingent happy. I'll just, uh, you know, I just can see them winning a cup. Okay, League Cup, guys. Uh, Omar, uh, sorry, Mohamed, who you got for winning the League Cup? Uh, you know what? Initially, I had Spurs. Then I just remembered they're allergic to winning. So, 
Um, Offset United, United, they're more nowadays they've replaced they've replaced Arsenal of old, uh, just a cup team nowadays, aren't they? Okay, well, what do you think about that that claim, Omar? Well, we, we we are the holders of the the League Cup, so <laughs> but we're, we're we're trying to get bigger fish this time round, so uh, we don't need to sell for that. Um, so I, I disagree. I think guys who are in need of the lead cup, League Cup are going to be challenging for that, and that's Chelsea. Yeah, that's Chelsea. We've we've already won it, so put that behind us. Chelsea must win something. One billion. There's accountability for that money, so League Cup, I think, is the one for them. Okay. And uh, Rahul, who have you got down? Um, I've gone with United, but not Manchester United, Newcastle United. I think this, you know, it's about time then they break the, you know, dock of gaining a trophy. They haven't won one in, in how many years it's been? 50-some years. Yeah, but I think, you know, money they're spending and the, how the club's growing. But I don't know if I should change it after, you know, the last couple of results. But I'll stick by it. I'll go with, I'm sticking with Newcastle. Okay, I've got uh, City uh, to win uh, the League Cup. Okay, now let's go for top scorers. Yeah, yeah I think, I think look, um, City would win two trophies, okay, as a minimum. Um, and I think it would probably be the League Cup and uh, I don't think they're just going to be happy with just winning the league. So I think probably he starts off with a good uh, and he, he wins the, the League Cup early into the season. Now, as for top scorers, are we just going to just say one name altogether after one, two, three? Haaland. Haaland. <laughs> there, there you go. Haaland. <laughs> We've got New Haaland in time, guys. <laughs> I, think, I think it's quite clear we all, you know, uh, are going Haaland. But any outsiders? Um, He's already scored uh, his second hat-trick of the season. Is there anyone who deserves a little shout-out? Maybe you might come close, second, third. Any names? Um, yes. No, just um, in general. You don't have to get every single one of them. You don't have to. I would have said Ivan Ivan Tony, uh, Ivan Tony but he's, uh, he's, uh, he's banned to Jan. So. Oli Watkins, I would have said, is closest. But I mean, Salah's not getting still close. Still not close. Salah's heart's Salah, not yeah, there, man. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. If but Salah's I, around, I, yeah, but his yeah, heart's not there. That, I did yeah. say he'll Come leave. On, if he I leaves, that's a different story. Leave. I don't yeah. think, yeah. Yeah, I actually forgot mm. about it. But I did say he'll leave, so that's that. Salah has to have a shell. Salah definitely, but I don't think... No, he's, he's Salah and Son have to have a shell for me. Oh, Son. Oh, oh he, he forgot. Son, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Salah and Son have to be. They'll be there, there. Son, actually, yeah, yeah. Son's, they'll be there, there. But no one remembers second or third anyway, so that's that sorted. That's that sorted. Okay. Uh, just a quick one about uh, his heart not being in it. I mean, he's a professional, Omar. Yeah. You know, he, he still plays the game and he's got pride. So I don't think him going to be on a strop for not getting Sorry, that money in. Go to Etihad. I said I don't think that Salah is going to be in a strop and his heart is going to down tools uh, his performance for Liverpool just because he didn't get his uh, move to Etihad. I think he's a professional and he probably will, uh, you know, just carry on where he left off last season and start scoring goals, continue yeah, scoring goals. Salah is a, yeah, he's a, he's a real professional. Although he did have a strop in his first game, but... Yeah, yeah but that's normal though, isn't it? He's a United yeah, coming yeah. out from... No, no, he's a professional, but he, he, he had a strop and he made that clear in the first game. Well, what was the strop over though? Because over he, the team being terrible and him no. being taken off. No, no he, because he, he didn't have a chance to score in each of the Premier League seasons. I had nothing to do with that. He's the only one who could take He was going to get a record. He wanted a record. That's all it was. What kind of record? Yeah. Scoring an opening day. 
Um, he wanted that record. Since he's been there. Normally, what they say is, you know, when the players nest drop, he, they don't shake hands with the players coming on, and but he did. You know, Harvey earlier, Curtis Jones came on, he shook hands with them, everything was fine. He did throw a tantrum. He had, yeah, but not deny that. Yeah, that's fine. The fact that you've highlighted he was chasing a, a record. record. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe he thought he could win the, the game for you guys. Yeah, that's Has he fun. been taken off since? Yeah, probably. No, yeah. I don't think so. No, he hasn't. So, well, he, he gets taken Klopp off. I kind of understood that he can't take him off now. No, so. no, no, no. I don't think so. Big question mark. No, no, no. Is Klopp, Klopp's done that before? We, we, we've noticed that before. He's had that, he's had that reaction before in previous games as well. So it's a normal thing and you expect it. I mean, Rahul, as you as a Liverpool fan, you've seen Salah do this before. Did it actually shock you in any way or is it just a normal no, not at all. It's normal. Um, Complete normal, right? Yeah, normal. There you go. Yeah, a, we want players to be, be sure that side of them where they're disappointed when they come off and they want records and they feel that they can make a difference. So, yes, it's, it's context. totally That's fine. Context totally fine. And, yeah, let's move on. Okay, good. Now, I'm going to go with, before we get into the Champions League winners, I'm going to ask you for the UEFA, UEFA Cup winners. Okay, so we're not Europa. allowed to call it... No, no, we're not allowed to call it Europa League this season, yeah? Does it sound so better to you? It does, okay? So who's going to win the UEFA Cup, uh, Mohamed? I've gone for um, a guy who was once rated as one of the best managers in the world, uh, who's nowadays nothing more than a cup specialist, uh, Jose Mourinho and Roma. So the last three seasons, he's got to the he's got to the um, conference conference league and won. Last season, he got he lost in the final of the Europa League, and I think he will win it on this um, this season. Um, Lukaku over there bought two decent signings in midfield. I think he'll, uh, and again, he's a washed manager as well. So I think that's his level. Okay. I, I would have to agree with you on that last statement. I'm not sure about winning uh, the uh, UEFA Cup. What about you, Omar? Who's going to win? I think this one is, uh, I think it's the only one that's missing from his trophy cabinet at this particular club that he's at. Um, Klopp with Liverpool. You know what it is? You actually surprised me, the Omar, yeah? Because I, I thought. You know, you know what it is, Omar. Your your style of trolling is actually quite unique. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit genuine. because I'm you're actually being. You know How am I trolling? You man in the no, Europa it's not League. That. Uh, <laughs> yeah, UEFA Cup. Yeah. Oh, you sorry, yeah. UEFA, and you've actually yeah. got the best team for that level. No, I don't mean this. I th- I'm actually grateful that you mentioned. I, I didn't expect you to uh, say Liverpool. I thought you were going to come up with something like uh, Brighton or Newcastle. Yeah. So I'm actually. Pleasantly surprised that you you mentioned that. The reason why I say your your what did I mention about your trolling or your what was your style? Ah, uh, unique, unique. Yeah, no, it's it's what it is. Is um, you know, sometimes you get this characteristic that you basically get conned, but you smile away when you're walking away as well, or after you've been a victim of getting conned. Yeah, this is. Omar is actually nice in his he's smiling and he's okay, and then you realize, hold on a second, did he just troll troll me? Um, but no, no, you 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 do have balanced views as well. Um, honest, you know, we're all trolls, at the end. Yeah, I mean, have you not seen your yeah. way for their, their Twitter handle? 
they've been sending mm. loads of tweets about Liverpool, Salah, a lot of your players. I don't know why. I don't know why, but more. It, it's like one of those dead. Many other players. <laughs> like, you know what it is? What it reminds me of? That reminds me of one of those dead universities yeah, you used to find on the London Underground, yeah, trying to advertise for marketing students. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, yeah, it's not really good, uh, good sign. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Rahel, who have you got, Dan, to win the, the UEFA Cup? Um, can, can we give uh, Omar the title of a deputy vice troll king? Mm, ah. Deputy to the you know, deputy, if that makes sense. Deputy vice. Uh... You know, you know, like um, I don't know if you remember. You know, we had a colleague called Sahal who used to be working with us once upon a time. And when Omar was here, they used to work as a team quite well. They used to bounce off each other, and they were really good at it as well. Um, but almost calmed down a little bit. I don't think he's got his little gang anymore. But he sometimes he still comes out the whole trolling. So he still got it in him. Even even putting Liverpool finishing what sixth is it or seventh? I mean, similar to what you guys finished last year, right? Yes, yeah, so I think that's a troll in itself. That's so a point. I I think Omar should have the title as a you know deputy vice troll king, um, for sure. I think we should. I I give him that even if nobody agrees, so he gets that title. Um, so. Well, let's put it out there. We'll 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 ask we'll ask our listeners and our community if that's you know justified. But yeah, go on. Uh, who have you got down? Yeah, well, I've put down Liverpool. It's got nothing to do with um, you know my attachment to Liverpool or anything. I just personally think in that level in the Europe Europa UEFA Cup that they probably got the strongest squad. That's what I, my opinion in who are, with, with the teams who are there. So I think um. Yeah, and plus, as as um, Omar clearly highlighted that, you know, it's the only trophy which Klopp hasn't won with Liverpool, so it doesn't make sense in that in that regard. So I'm going with Liverpool. So I'm not a troll after all. It's not a troll, but it's just how you word it and how you come across, how it comes out. So in that sense, um, Doc, who are you going for Europa or UEFA? Yeah, the UEFA Cup, I think Liverpool are going to win it. Just uh, Europa League, gents. Europa League. The, the, Liverpool are going to win the, the, the UEFA Cup uh, this season. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah? Anyway, so Champions League, guys. Champions League. Okay, this is an interesting one. Not as straightforward as it is. Okay. Uh, Mohamed, who's going to win the European Cup? The Champions League. Who's going to win it? Interestingly, I read a tweet a few days ago. Uh, it was actually um, yesterday. No, Friday, when the draw was made for the Champions League. And it read, is it me or is this the, uh, the weakest, the softest Champions League campaign ever? It had me mm. thinking, right? And then I thought I had a good look at the teams. Then straight away, you think of, you know, the Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern, um, City, City uh, well, I'll tell I'll I'll tell you why. You um, uh, no, you do now. You do now. now. Um, PSG. Then I thought to myself, hang on, PSG are not any stronger, so straight away I ruled them out. Um, and I said, you know what, European pedigree, the the kings of Europe, um, Real Madrid. Then I thought to myself, hang on a minute. 
they don't even have a goal getter. They don't even have a goal goal scorer, right? So I did not rule them out, but um, it made me think long and hard. Then uh, AC Milan again, huge pedigree, but are they strong? No. So that leaves me with one team, Manchester City. Why? First and foremost, Pep and Man City got that monkey off their back. So I do think they're going to win it again. Are they stronger than last season? I actually do believe they are a lot stronger than last season. Despite having um, Maris and um, Gundogan leaving, um, they've got uh, Nunes, Nunes? Yeah, Matthias Nunes, Nunes, and, um, and Doku, who gives them another dimension. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think keeping uh, someone like Bernard uh, Silva, Bernardo Silva, uh, makes a huge difference. So I'm going to stick my neck out and say Manchester City will win the Champions League. Yeah, not as uh, actually interesting points you made there, Omar, about you know having a look at the teams and uh, there's nobody really, really, really outstanding. You know, like some of the traditional clubs, uh, they're not as strong as they were in previous seasons as well. And City, you know, particularly with the point that you made with the monkey off the back of um, City winning the first, uh, hopefully only, uh, you know, Champions League, it's going to be quite difficult to oppose you in that, you know, from the points that you made. What about you, Omar? Who do you think? It's a tough one, isn't it? This year, it is a tough one. Really, there aren't many strong candidates, like teams that could just grab it by the ruffle of the neck and say, we're taking this all the way. City seem like they're the, that team. But again, City have been here and there throughout the past few years. I think one thing that might help Pep is the fact that he switched from an attacking side to a more defensive-led team. So he's got like four centre-backs, which means they don't concede much. But then, And they've also got that striker in Haaland. But again, not many teams can do back-to-back Champions League. So... Because of that, I'm going to probably rule them out. I don't think they have the pedigree of Real Madrid. I think Real Madrid were one of the, if not the only team to do it back-to-back. Am I correct yeah, in saying that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, in the modern day. In the modern day. Not in Forest City once upon a time. Yeah, no, not, not, not back then when, when TV was black and white. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, because of that, I, I just don't think City... Will push on, and the lack of someone like Gondwan and Mares, they, they, they're, they're guys, world class players. Um, so what, what am I left with? Not much. Not left with Man much. United? No, no, we're going back to Arsenal? Europa League. We'll be challenging you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm left with the team that made well. This teams make big signings for big competitions. And there's one team that's made a big signing to help them, you know, go that extra mile. And that's Bayern Munich with Harry Kane. So I'm going to go with Bayern. Okay. Yeah. Tough one. Okay. Um, what about you, um, Rahul? Who have you got done? You know what? I've got, I've got exactly the same arguments as uh, Mohamed, to be honest with you. I was looking at him. I wanted to say Real Madrid, but then I look at it, they've got so many injuries there. Eh? Cortas, ACL, yeah. Miliato, ACL, 
you know, Vinicius out for a good few weeks now, I heard as well. So I just don't see them being there now. Bellingham is new at the club. Yeah, he started off well, but really, can he carry that team? I don't think so. So I think they'll struggle. And City, I just think, I don't see, you, I wish, I want to say someone else, but there isn't anyone who's got a squad like City. It's impossible. Um, because they're really, really strong every single position. They've got cover everywhere. Um, you know, there were the KDBs out right now as we as we speak right now, but they don't look weak at all, though. You know, they, they don't even feel Foden can't even get in the team with KDB. With KDB out, Phil Foden can't even get in the team. Um, so it just shows how, you know, strong their squad is. So it's hard for me to say anyone beyond City, so I'll go with Man City. Um Doc, let's see. You know, have we still got that connection? Who are you going with? No, we've just wavered a bit. Um, it's a very, very difficult one. But, you know, just, you know, I couldn't really disagree with all of the points that each one of you have made. Uh, it's quite difficult to predict it. But I've, I'm going to agree with Omar here. I think that Bayern Munich, um, just based upon two particular signings, you know, first of all, Harry Kane. Um, there. I mean, it's, it's not really an interesting Champions League, yeah? Um, I know there's vested interest in this because Liverpool are not in there as well, but it's not really exciting, you know, like uh, in previous Champions League seasons as well. But I would say Bayern Munich, and they've also signed that centre half from Napoli, the Korean uh, Kim. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just putting down Bayern, uh, Bayern Munich, but I'm not actually convinced, you know, as I am with the other predictions, um, you know, going going into this as well. I, I, th- I believe that's probably across the board with most of us in our predictions with the Champions League. Okay. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, I think we've uh, covered everything in this part two of this episode of the predictions. And Rahul, do you have anything to sum up before we close off? Um, just quickly, um, you know, uh, um, uh, me and you, Doc, don't have to make this comment, but it'd be good to know, uh, Mohammed, your best signing of the summer and who's going to be the flop of the summer signing. Quick, just quickly. Flop of the summer. Um... Habits, yes, 110%. Kai Habits? Kai Habits. Kai Habits. And best signing of the summer? Best signing is Mohamed Kudos. Okay, good shout. Uh, Omar? Yeah, the biggest flop has to be Kai Habits, man. Has to be Kai Habits. Sorry. Um, because they needed a player and he's just a player who's just wasting a position plus the amount of money that they paid. Uh, best signing? You'd be surprised. And I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. Caught me by surprise. Sobersly, if that's how you say his name. I know you're not trolling because you've you've mentioned a few times. the biggest difference. You've got other players like um, Hamd Kudus. You've got players like Musa Diaby. But I think Sobersly for that Liverpool team makes the biggest difference. Very good signing. I agree. And and lastly, quickly, just quickly, we don't want to spend like 30 seconds each maybe. Who, which team has, has had the best transfer window? West Ham. West Ham? I would say West Ham, followed by City. And which of the big clubs had the worst one? Big clubs, top, traditional top six. The worst signing? Yeah, worst transfer window. It has to be Chelsea. Come on, man. Chelsea? Oh, oh really? No. Look how they're playing. I, I want to say Chelsea. Look how Gotta be playing. Man United. Gotta be Man United. Gotta be Man United. I mean, Chelsea will we will find out in time. We don't know right now. That's the problem. So United, you find out in time as well. But there's a lot more at stake with one billion 
than there is with us, what, 18, I do agree. 19, I, 20 year old Rasmus Hoyland? I agree. I agree. Chelsea's look, look, look. Casado is a proven Premiership footballer. One. Right? Okay. Yes? One sign. So you cannot say, oh, he's going to be a, a bad player. Okay. You know? Uh, who else did they sign? Uh, La, 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 Lavia. Lavia. Lavia, Lavia right? Lavia's Again, he's also decent. proven. One season, one season, right? And he's done really well. Um, Jackson 5, I'm not so sure. <laughs> and Kuku, yeah, that had yeah, bad luck. Yeah, it would have been a very good sign. He's not there for them now, is he? I do agree. They've got... Who else? What's he called? Cole Palmer. A few other players that don't really make much of a difference. Uh, sorry, Doc. Just to um, sorry, I still um, some extra questions which probably wasn't in the script today. But generally, I think I um, really, really enjoyed it. Um, some great predictions. Some I'm sure. I think it's important that we do a follow-up, like a mid-season one, just to see where we are with everything. Maybe same group, so we can have a look at it again. Obviously, we we'll probably have a prediction. Um, see our prediction when at the end of the season. I think maybe at the end of the season we could add a little, little um, bit of bit more drama to give some points and stuff. Like you know, we work out a formula or something. So that'll be something quite interesting to do. We'll give everyone points based on their predictions and where the teams actually finish or where the predictions how we ended up. So yeah, um, Doc, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, thanks a lot, um, Rahul. Um, interesting questions there, definitely, and. Uh... I have to say, really, really pleased that you guys came on the show, had an interesting discussion, lots of banter as well. Thanks a lot for t- taking your time out, guys, both Muhammad and Omar. And I'm sure we're going to see you in lots of uh, future podcast episodes. And Rahul, as always, um, you know, a pleasure to uh, for you to join me as well. And listeners, uh, before we sign off, what you need to do is stop what you're doing if you haven't already subscribed. Subscribe and spread the words and see you guys next time.